This is the Nippon Taikyu Cosmopolitan, Japanese endurance racing covered by an American. Welcome back to the Nippon Taikyu Cosmopolitan, Super GT covered by your host, Griffin Wittenberg. This week, we are going to cover driver rundowns for the number 37 Tom Supra in GT500 of Giuliano Alesi and Yukio Sasahara. Let's begin with Giuliano Lacey, who was born on September 20th, 1999, and is the son of former F1 driver Jean Alesi, who was a fan favorite in Formula One with one win to his name. But this is about Giuliano Alesi, who began his karting career uh, in 2013. He began in the KF3 category and finished P14 in his first ever year. In karting. After that, in 2014, he competed in the KFJ category, finishing 28th in the standings. So, not a great karting career, but what matters most is his kart racing career, which he made the step up to in 2015 into the French Formula 4 Championship. On his debut, he took the pole and held on to win with the fastest lap. He got his first ever career Grand Slam, which is fastest lap, pole position, and the race win in his first ever car racing debut, which is pretty good for anybody, even though it was a junior series race. Over the course of his 2015 rookie season, he took two more wins, finishing second in the junior standings and P4 in the overall standings. Pretty solid for a debut season in cars. After just one year in cars, he made up uh, the step up to GP3, which is now known as the FIA Formula 3 World Championship, and was on the support ladder to F1 after his great first year in French F4. In 2015, he took part in postseason testing with Arden and Jenser Motorsport. Later that month, it was announced he would be taking part in the series with Trident, a team mainly known for being uh, a backmarker back then, but has made progress over the year. With many backmarker performances, which is common for Trident, he took his first ever points finishing position at Spa in that feature race. In GP3, you have a sprint and feature race. Feature race is the top 10, and then sprint race, I think, goes up to P8. He stayed with Trident for 2017 and also 2018, also in GP3. His highlights in 2017 consisted of one podium, a sprint race win, and a feature race win along with P5 in the final standings in a highly competitive field that included George Russell, Antoine Hubert, Jack Aiken, Nairei Fukuzuma, and finishing ahead of notable drivers that included Juan Manuel Correa, Endurance Aids, Matthew Vaxivier, Santino Ferrucci, Dorian Bacalacci, and Arjun Maini. In 2018, he scored a total of 100 points, P7 in the standings, won a race, and took three podiums, but finished behind his teammate Pedro Piquet, the son of Nelson Piquet, but not Nelson Piquet Jr., the one who was involved in the biggest scandal in F1 history, Crashgate. 
This was a downturn from his previous P5 the previous season, but it did have a lot more notable drivers who are at the top of their careers right now, and that included Antoine Hubert, Callum Eilat, David Beckman, Jack Hughes, Jihan Daravala, Dorian Barcalacci, Juan Manuel Correa, Richard Vershore, and former Super GT teammate Sacha Fenestraz. It also included Egghead, literally and mentally, Nikita Mazepin. In 2019, he finally made the move up to GP2, which at that stage was now known as Formula 2. It was GP2 until the end of 2017 and was one step away from the FIA Formula 1 World Championship. He continued his relationship with, Dr with Trident, driving alongside Ralph Bauschung. He finished P15 in his rookie year, starting off by only scoring a single point in the first half of the season. But thing is about rookies in that series, it takes a while to adjust, and this is known for many rookies, even high-performing ones. The 2019 grid was stacked with title winner Nick DeFries, the Formula E world champion and current AlphaTauri F1 driver, but it included the goats of the series and the comedy shows. That included Nicholas Latifi, who was actually pretty solid. He finished P3. Egghead again. We're going to see him a lot. Both these drivers um, had quite the relationship with Egghead. Um, Tatiana Calderon, Marino Satos, whose favorite position is P21. And the man, the myth, the legend, Lord Mahavir, who pulled off his Baku FP1 shenanigans that year. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, look up Mahavir Ragunathan 2019 Baku. It is hilarious and complete ineptitude from a driver who's supposed to be on the ladder to Formula One. And the fastest of the slow drivers, a fan favorite on the grid, Sean Galile. After that year, he in 2020, he made the move to HWA Race Lab, but after a slow start to the year, he made the mid-season move to MP Motorsport, replacing Lord Mahavir. After his money-slash-stupid shenanigan ratio wasn't worth it for the team, he scored a P6 at the final race of the year, but ended the year worse than he did in 2019 in P17, and with a weaker overall grid, proving that it was almost impossible to follow in his father's footsteps and probably make it up to Formula One. He then began his career in Japan after leaving the Ferrari Driver Academy and moved over to Super Formula. He didn't compete the full 2021 season, but filled in for Kazuki Nakajima. And on debut, he actually poured a, scored a P9, along with two points, to go with that. On May 15th, 2021, he got his first ever Super Formula win at Autopolis, along with getting pole position the day before. He still races in Super Formula, and in 2022, he finished P3 and is currently putting up a title fight two rounds in, in 2023. But also in 2021, he started his Super GT career in GT300 with Arto Team Thailand, 
who, if you didn't know, is a backmarker squad who is now completely out of the sport. With it being his rookie gear, not only in Super GT, but also endurance racing in general, with no prior experience, along with a poor team, the squad scored no points in all eight rounds with the best finish of P17 at the fifth round at Suzuka. And then top that off with the same result at round seven at Motegi Twin Ring. In 2022, he moved up to GT500 in the number 36 Tom's car, pairing Sho Suboy with a disappointing P10 in the standings by Tom's standards, who are usually out here towards the top. That car only scored one podium, no poles, and no wins throughout the year. A far cry from what they usually do. He now continues on with Tom's in GT500, moving to the number 37 car with former Honda driver Yukio Sasahara. Speaking of Yukio Sasahara, let's move on to him next. Yukio Sasahara is a top driver who's not very well known outside of Japanese motorsports. With two championships, including winning for Japan in the 2019 FIA Motorsports Games in the GT Cup, and three other top three title finishes in his career, along with a karting record that includes many international and domestic titles, he's a driver who's very well known inside Japan and who is very deserving of this seat. Yukio Sasahara was born on April 26, 1996 in Numata, Japan. He began his karting career in 2003 and won multiple domestic titles, including the JAF All Japan Championship in the junior category in 2009. He also won the Rotax Max Challenge Junior Grand Final, beating out a bunch of people who I don't even know. He then won the Rotax Max Euro Challenge Junior title in 2011. And by the way, this is the same with carding all over. Title names are massive. I mean, of course you have the championship and then the category. Move that together and you'll have five to six word championships. Moving on though, in 2012, his final year in carding, he won the Central Eastern European Road Tax Max senior title. He then made the move to cars in 2013, competing in the Formula Renault 2.0 Alp Series. Formula Renault was really where he spent a lot of his junior career in the different Formula Renault categories. He actually competed for Vincenzo Sospiri's team. That is mainly known as the guy who competed with the worst Formula One team of all time, MasterCard Lola, and who Michael Schumacher said could be a future multi-time world champion, but never got the chance in F1. Yukio finished P13 in his rookie year with a best finish of P6 at Misano, Italy. The next year in 2014, Sasahara continued with the same squad as 2013, but moved to the Formula Renault 2.0 NEC Championship. He actually earned a pole position in his first race of the year, but had to settle for P2 behind Louis Delatraz. 
He finished the year by finishing in the points in every single round, except one to finish P6 in the championship. For 2015, he moved to ART to drive in the Euro Cup Formula Renault 2.0 Championship. And also with that, he also competed in the Formula Renault 2.0 NEC Championship again. With a good team in both squads, how did he finish? Well, he took his first career car racing victory at Spa in the Euro Cup, becoming only one of two drivers from Japan to win in Euro Cup Formula Renault. The previous driver was actually Kamui Kobayashi. Former F1 driver and current Toyota World Endurance Championship LMH driver and a multi-time Le Mans winner. Yukio finished P7 in Euro Cup and was able to get a P3 in NEC with a good squad with ART. For 2016, he entered into the FIA Formula 3 European Championship for round 2 of 10. With two P13s, only one P9, and three DNFs, it wasn't that good, but it was only three rounds that year. For 2017, he moved back to Japan to compete in the F4 Japanese Championship, beginning his Honda relationship at Honda Formula Dream Project. Finishing P2 in a very strong field, only finishing 7 points behind Ritomo Miyata. He continued his good form from 2017 and moved into the Japanese Formula 3 Championship in 2018, finishing P3 with 3 Bond Racing behind Sho Suboy and Ritomo Miyata again. 2019 was his most busy schedule of his career. He competed in three things, some were part-time though. He first started out that winter in the F3 Asian Championship, known as a series to help young drivers over the winter to retain their skills. In that series, he actually won his first ever car racing title, beating out top drivers including Jack Dewan, Jamie Chadwick, Jack Hughes, and Egghead Mazepin yet again. He also competed in the Japanese Formula 3 Championship with BMAX, but only competed uh, three races. He got a P5, P9, and P6, which was pretty respectable for only competing three races. Lastly, he participated in the first ever FIA Motorsport Games, known as sort of the Olympics for junior racing. He competed with Team Japan after starting P3 on the grid in the GT Cup with Hiroshi Hamaguchi, who was a Wikipedia page including one paragraph. Couldn't find anything else on the guy. In 2020, after coming off of his F3 Asian title and winning the first ever FIA Motorsport Games in the GT Cup, he moved on to Super GT and Super Formula starting his career with Team Mugen under Honda ownership. In Super Formula, he finished P18, respectable for his first year, as he had to get used to the new car, from making quite the step up from F3 all the way to Super Formula. In Super GT with Team Mugen, in GT500, he finished P18 also with Hideki Muto, 
who also won a Super GT title in 2013 along with Team Mugen, but in GT300. In 2021, he stayed with Team Mugen, finishing P16 with Toshiki Oyu, who was in his first ever year in GT500 and second year in the series. But in the 2021 Super Formula Championship, he moved to the ultra-competitive serial winners, Domokomo Team Dandelion, finishing P12, but only competing in the first two rounds of the season. In 2022, he continued with Team Mugen, both in Super Formula and Super GT, with that Red Bull backing, continuing from 2021 in Super GT. He finished a respectable P6 in Super Formula, but if his teammate wasn't two-time Super Formula champion, Tomoki Nojiri, who won his second title last year. In Super GT, he came back to Team Mugen and finished P14 alongside Toshiki Oyu again, who was retained after his pretty decent GT500 first season. But after failing to put up the results Red Bull wanted, Red Bull left the sport and Mugen moved to Arta. Yukio Sasahara had to make the move out of the team, but moved now to the number 37, Tom's Supra with Giuliano Alesi. That's the end of the Nippon Taikyu Cosmopolitan. That is my first car rundown of both drivers in the number 37, Tom's Supra in GT500. I may do these throughout the year depending on what we have available. Next race is coming up quite soon in a few weeks from now, so I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully we can get a good race just like we did in that first race of the season with that changing conditions. I hope you enjoyed this one, not as long as last time, but it ended up actually taking me quite a long time to do compared to my longer ones. So let me know what you think of these car rundowns on my Instagram, under comments, or just a DM. Anyone works. So, see you all next week on the Nippon Taikyu Cosmopolitan Super GT covered by me, your host, Griffin Wittenberg. See you all next week.